You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley Oklahoma where I serve as a senior pastor we're going to be sharing on July the 9th, 2023, a message entitled, Asking for a Friend, Do Christians Have to Get Married to Experience True Love? In my series entitled, Asking for a Friend, we're going to be looking at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 29. So now, without any further ado, let's get to the service later get continuing praying as I send the prayer list out next week praying for healing for brother Herman Uh, praying for Reverend Rushing as he's going to go and have surgery on his eye this coming week Uh, I want you to keep uh, brother Chad in your prayers as he's preaching this morning and where is he preaching uh not Winnie Wood, uh, Medea, Medea, right, yes, right. Medea, <laughs> right. amen, and praise the Lord. So I want you to keep uh, all the saints, there are some old saints in here, and as I think most of us needed that word this morning yeah. To, yeah. To, to, to hold on, right. amen, right. and praise yeah. the Lord. I said each of us, amen, yeah. right. and uh, it was great encouragement. In our hearts. Amen. 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 A few other announcements. Uh, we're looking forward to going to 
the Old Folk Reunion at 3 p.m. They're going to be serving uh, food uh, beginning at 12.30. So you say, Reverend, you better hear it. <laughs> uh, but we're excited about being a part of that. It's a great honor to be asked to come and share at Mount Zion there in Winnie Woods, Big Woods, as, as they uh, say, and we are just excited and elated to go and be a part of uh, that service, and, and we are also encouraging uh, our body and our district to, to be a part of the youth, the young adult uh, ex extravaganza, which is going to be on July the 16th, and we are excited about that. If you'd like to be a part of that, I do believe they have a rehearsal today at Mount Zion at 6 uh, PM and uh, I think there's another one on the 15th as well. Uh, I'm excited about that and excited about our annual Congress of Christian Education which uh, is going to be on July the 20th through the 22nd and uh, you need to register online. I'll send a link in uh, the text today where you can go to the website and register online. Choose the classes that you would like. Uh, to choose, and we're excited about uh, this year's uh, Congress, as well as we're excited about the banquet we're going to have to encourage our dear moderator, who has served us faithfully, and he's termed out, and we're going to have a banquet on August the 5th, uh, 2023. The speaker will be uh, Pop Reed, as we call him. Uh, Reverend Dr. J.A. Reed Jr. is going to come and be a part of that service and or that banquet, and we're excited about that as well. Uh, we're going to continue in a series that uh, I've entitled uh, uh, Asking for a Friend, Asking for a Friend. And uh, as I shared last week, I was feeling God was leading me to do a series and, on uh, marriage and family and and um, I overheard on a show called Asking for a Friend, somebody said that love was easy. Mm. And uh, I said, and I almost laughed out loud, and I said, oh, oh she, that's why she's single. She don't realize that true love is not easy. Mm. Now, lust is easy. Hello, somebody. Mm. That, that, that's easy to lust. Um, yeah, because you, you lust after this one, look at another one, lust after that. Hello, somebody. Don't take no commitment. Don't take no anything. Hello, somebody. But a feeling. Hello, somebody. Yeah, smorgasbord. And, um, but so we began to ask questions. The first one was, uh, is true love easy for a Christian? Is it? And we said no. And we have to talk real about real life issues. Uh, because uh, the reason why marriages are not working today is because people have an unrealistic view of what marriage is and how it's going to be. And they believe the, the philosophies of what the 
Uh, started out with Walt Disney. See, Walt Disney uh, tells the love story, the lust story, and then he'll say, and they lived happily ever after. Okay, okay, really, how did that happiness take place? <laughs> Was every day happy? Hello, somebody. Ask somebody that's really been married. You, we, we'll have to tell you the truth. There's some happy days. Ooh, and then there's some hell somebody. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, we love through it all. We love through it all. And, and so uh, and just asking for a friend today, we're just going to ask the question, do uh, Christians have to get married to experience true love? That's what we're going to talk about today as I hurry on. Is, do Christians have to be married to experience true love? We're looking at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 to 29. Please stand in reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to live it out. I'm going to be a doer of the word and not just here. In Jesus' name. Let's read this on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. We're talking or asking the question this morning is, do Christians have to get married to experience true love? And in the text, we're going to look at on around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about true love defined. We're going to talk about true love demonstrated and then true love determined, true love defined, true love demonstrated, and true love determined. And we want Christians to know today that Christians can only experience true love by obeying the word of God. Christians can only experience true love by obeying the word of God. And I'm going to show this video again. I've showed it before, and I'm going to show it when I teach my class on the Christian home in the Congress. And uh, I'm going to show this because I think it is just a perfect uh, video, if we can get that sound to work, to help us define what's going on in the text today. I'll look men dead in their eye. Go home and love your wife. No, you don't understand. We're just not in love anymore. I didn't ask you to be in love. I said go home and love your wife. The Bible commands you to. Husbands, love your wives. You're commanded to. Well, no, no, you just, I just, no, I just don't feel like that. Okay, fine. The Bible says love your neighbor as yourself. Your wife is your closest neighbor. Go love her because she's your closest neighbor. Yeah, well, she's not even my closest neighbor. I moved out. That's fine. Jesus said, by this all men will know that you're my disciples, that you have love one for another. So love her because she's your sister in Christ. Well, I don't even know if she's saved. That's fine. The Bible says love your enemies. 
It is absolutely inexcusable for a man who follows Christ to stop loving his wife. It's a choice. It's an act of the will. And we walk away because we don't have a biblical worldview. And we say things like, well, I'm just not happy. And I just don't believe that God would want me to stay in a marriage and be unhappy. Are you serious? Let me see if I understand this correctly. Jesus Christ, the spotless, sinless Lamb of God, was crushed and killed for the glory of the Father, but you, he wouldn't want unhappy. <laughs> Gotta suck it up and go home. <laughs> it is an act of the will. It is a choice. Amen. Praise the Lord. I wish that sound was a, a little bit better. Um, but he said it's absolutely a, a, a inexcusable for a Christian man not to love his wife. And, and, and today, instead of a map, you know, there's, and I get on preachers for, for preaching Greek from the pulpit, um, but it's, it, I think it's necessary that we understand, and many of you have been in the, in the word for a while, you know that there's more than one word for love. I think it's at least eight, uh, eight Greek, different Greek words, uh, because the Greek language is more specific than uh, our English language, because we can say, I love my wife, I love pizza, and I love uh, the Sooners all in one breath. And, and, and we know that there's uh, levels to the love, because wife, a love for wife can't compare to Sooners. Now, others say a love consumers for the Sooners can't compare it to wife, but that's a whole nother deal. That shouldn't be that way. <laughs> But there's different words for love, and, and on the screen we have uh, uh, five different words. Uh, that zero over there, epithorm, is a, a word that defines the physical love, and that's lust. And many people will not get married unless they have that kind of love. They gotta like what they see. Some more than the character they're supposed to have. They got to like what they see. Some more uh, than uh, that person being a Christian because they'd rather marry a good-looking, unsaved person than a... <laughs> Let me not go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, so they get lost in, in that physical love and because they like what they see, they'll fall into eros up there. And eros is a word, oh, for romantic love. And, and they get very charming and try to charm the person that they love to see. And they'll do everything that they can do to be in a relationship with, with them. And they'll play all kind of romantic, oh, songs like uh, Babyface and like Luther. <laughs> and then they, they and then they have that those two elements of love and many times those are the only elements of love that they have to start their relationships out and that's why they love doesn't last for them because lust is temporal 
Right. right. Even romantic is temporal because when you don't feel good about somebody, you don't play loose up. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It's temporal. Some of you experience that store jade uh, kind of love this holiday weekend. Your family was over and that's, that's family love and, and, and it's always wonderful to be around your family when you have that. My, I couldn't go to Crowville, Louisiana this weekend, but my family uh, let, uh, met there to, uh, to celebrate the life of my dear cousin, Cousin Pat, and, and they shared pictures and, and, and I saw those pictures and that's something that welled up on the inside of me and it was that story kind of love that family love some of you have that family love right. and some folks who have that family love and they'll fall into epithorm kind of love that love at first sight that romantic love and they allow that person that, that they fell in love with to keep them away from their family hello somebody yeah. and they'll isolate them and, 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 and manipulate them in their relationships and don't want them to be around their family you see that won't work right. hello somebody you, you, you should always Oh, love somebody that will love your family. Hello, somebody. Ooh, let me say that again. Yeah, let me say that again. If they don't want to be around your family, hello, somebody. If they don't want to come around, they always want to isolate, then you need to, oh, think, wait a minute. I talk about when folk are trying to get, about to get married, I always ask the question, what are your chorus of voices saying? What, what are your Paul saying to you? What are your Timothy's saying to you? What are your Barnabas saying to you? If Paul, Timothy, and Barnabas don't like them, guess what? You probably shouldn't marry them. <laughs> Hello, somebody. All right. Hello, somebody. But, but you get into that little first sight. Eros. And they'll lead you away from your family, your church, everything. Hello, yeah. somebody. Hello, somebody. This kind of love that uh, many folk uh, don't have, phileo, the phileo kind of love, that's friendship. Most folk in our culture and society would never marry a friend. All right. Woo. That's the worst thing you can do in this culture. And most brothers don't want to be put in what? The free zone. Hello, somebody, because they know they ain't going to have a chance. <laughs> nah, he just, he just my friend. And most men who are friends with women have been put in the friend zone, but they really don't feel the way that woman feels. Hello, somebody. He's going to take, he's going to wait for an opportunity to cross out of that friend zone one time or another. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Ah, but that, that should be a part of the kind of love that you have. Oh, the best way I heard this a marriage described is friendship that has caught fire. Why would you be in a relationship with somebody that you wouldn't even be friends with? Oh, all right. <laughs> Hello, somebody. That's what some, some folks say. In marriage counseling, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be her friend. Really? How did that happen? And you married now. 
Oh, we see how it happened. That love at first sight, that eros is how it happened. You got slipped a Mickey. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But the love that we're talking about today is that agape love, which we don't talk enough about. And it's a powerful kind of love, is what the man was saying in the video. It is a decision of the will. He said, go home and love your wife. Yeah. Hello, somebody. It ain't about how you feel. Right. You don't feel good. You don't feel romantic. You don't feel that love at first sight. You don't feel that God ain't telling you to do nothing with your feelings in this right. text. This is a God love, boy. He ain't telling you that you are supposed to be happy in marriage. <laughs> All right. I said it for Christians many times. God is not concerned about your happiness. He's concerned about your holiness. Oh, all right, amen. Oh, hello, somebody. Because some of you will be happy and be living unholy. Oh, many of you have a relationship history like I used to have back in the day. Hello, somebody. <laughs> oh, but I was happy. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Left got that guy. Left busted, broke, disgusted, and couldn't be trusted. <laughs> hello, somebody. This kind of love is not, he's not concerned about your happiness, he's concerned about your holiness, he's concerned about your marriage, and your marriage is supposed to last a lifetime. That's how long you're supposed to be committed, men. It says, husbands love your wives. Oh, no divorce. Reverend, I'm unhappy. No divorce. Reverend, we ain't in the sack like we used to be. No divorce. Reverend, oh, she changed. No divorce. Well. Reverend. He said, she changed. I said, hey, you look in the mirror. Look how you looking too. Hello, somebody. Talking about she changed. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Love. This kind of love is a commitment of the will. And God, this is the definition of it. Avoid of emotion. It's a commitment. Yeah. It is a commitment. Right. It is right or die. Really, right or die. Hello, right. somebody. Right. So I'm going to be with you. I'm going to love you. Oh, through the good times and through the bad times, through the sickness, oh, through the trauma, through the pain, I'm going to love you. Oh, the way you look 20 years ago, I'm going to love you the way you are right now. Hello, somebody. Right, well. I'm going to love you no matter how your physical appearance is. I'm going to love you. Right. You I'm going to love. Right. <laughs> and men always wonder why, why women will not respect them. Women have a hard time respecting a man that don't really love them. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Yeah. I said I was going to write a book on how to be married to a strong black woman. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And I and I have uh, I have sessions with brothers who are married to strong black women, and I got to tell them the reason why you're not having success in your marriage, the reason why she ain't all respecting you or being submissive to you, is because. You're not living right. All right. Well. You, you, you 
selfish. It's, it's about you. You come home. Both of y'all worked a seven-hour week. You come home and put your foot up and let stay on that lazy boy while she got to do everything at the house. You're not loving. you selfish. Oh, you're not loving. You don't bring all your check home. Oh, you give. You just make a donation to the house and you keep most of your money to yourself to buy rims or to buy a boat or to go out with your buddies to run off to the casino. You ain't committed. Oh, all my check go to my family. Hell yeah, and if there's no free money to be had, I don't have no free money. You can check my cash out right now. I ain't got no two dollars in it right now. <laughs> All my money goes to my family. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's that's true love. You're all the way in with this thing. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Well, she ain't she ain't got to doubt. Oh, how I feel. Hello, somebody. Well. Let me, let me. Uh, the Sunday school teacher used the illustration of the greatest coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time. He talked about your boy. Uh, what's your boy, your son used to work? Tony Gadget! He talked about him. Oh, yes. And then he talked about Bill Belichick, okay? Mm -hmm. And Belichick, I like Belichick because Belichick's the, 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 the secret to his success is simplicity. Mm -hmm. He tells his defense, he was known as a defensive uh, coordinator before he became a, a coach and known even as a head coach to have good defenses. He tells his defense just to do their job. Right, yeah. right. Okay, just to do their job. He don't want you to be heroic. He just wants you to do your job. And the defensive line, they have, they have a, they, what they have to do is they've got to take care of a lane. And it's about probably about this wide. A lane. Yeah. And, and, and you take care. You do your job. You take care of your lane. Right. You cannot let anybody get through your lane. Right. And right. many times, uh, the way the defense mess up uh, is they'll run against, uh, up against somebody like uh, Barry Sanders back in the day. And, and, and Barry Sanders will run this way. And, and, and the whole defense will pursue Barry Sanders back this way. And then he'll cut back. And the defensive player get caught out of position, get caught out of the job. If he would have stayed home, yeah, he could have made the tackle. That's what Blake said. Just stay home. Yeah. I don't want you to be heroic. You just take that lane. Same thing. Oh, with TJ and them on the on the special teams, they have a lane and they run down there and they gotta take care of their lane. Don't all pursue and do the running somebody else's lane. Just do your job. That's what God says in this text for men. It says, stay home. That's the first thing a man want to do when his marriage gets difficult. He wants to leave his lane. Now, and the devil cut back. Oh, and score your marriage. And defeat your marriage because you didn't stay home. You didn't do your job. Just do your job. Love your wife. That's your job. Stay in your lane. Stay home. We don't need you to be heroic. That's why, oh, a married brother back in the day tried to have a Bible study with a woman, a single woman. Uh -oh. This was a married brother. 
want to have a, a Bible study with a single one, I was single and I wouldn't go nowhere near her. Right, right. He said, Preacher, why wouldn't you go near her? I wouldn't go near her because back in the day in Dallas, there was a place, a street called Irve. I know about this street because it was down the street from where my stepdaddy used to work at the Yellow Cab Company. And on Irve, the women looked different. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. On Irve, the, 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 the women dressed differently. Uh, the, on Irve, the women dressed like uh, it was a business. Well, and they were open. Well, Hello, somebody. No. And they were open 24 7. <laughs> I know nothing. Like, no <laughs> just like the business was open down there on Irving. I saw her on Sunday dressed like that, walking down late in front of everybody. And, and she was sitting I was sitting, I wouldn't go nowhere near her. <laughs> he has a single man. And he want to have a Bible study with because he didn't stay home. Right. <laughs> he didn't stay in his lane and he ended up leaving her and his two children to run after her because he didn't stay home and he had the audacity to still stay, show back up at Oakland Bible Fellowship and thinking nothing wasn't going to happen. Guess yeah. what? <laughs> Something happened. He got kicked out of the church. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Because he didn't stay home. He didn't love his wife as Christ loved the church. He wasn't happy. Oh, because he wasn't happy, he decided to live on holy men. Oh, God ain't concerned about your happiness. He wants you to be holy. Right. Hello, somebody. And if you're holy, oh, everything else, nine times out of ten, will fall in place. All right. All right. In Jesus' name. And this is the principle of the beginning of it all in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Therefore, men shall leave his wife, his father, and his mother's. That's why you don't need to be marrying a mama's boy because he ain't never left home. Right, right. Hello, somebody. You don't need to marry a mama's boy or a mama's girl because they won't be able to leave. Mama never know everything that's going on in your household if they don't know how to leave the place. Hello, somebody. And it says, and shall cleave. And that comes from a Greek word down there. You can see that says stay close stay. to cling, to, to, to keep close, to yeah. stick to, to stick with, to follow closely, to join with, to overtake. Hello, somebody. Yeah. This man, oh, would have stayed in his lane. Oh, he would be overtaking his wife as opposed to a Jezebel in the church. Yeah. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Oh, he was in the church, but the church was not in him. He didn't know how to leave and cleave. He didn't know that God wasn't concerned about his happiness, but his holiness. Yeah. And he ran off with another woman. Because yeah. oh. he didn't understand the word of God. God says, I want marriage to last forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what we say, until death do us part. In the good times, in the bad times, in sickness, and in health. Hello, somebody. In health. Hello, somebody. Sickness is poor. Hello, somebody. You hear this all the time. Why was the NFL player? Oh, she wanted to be with him. After them big checks stopped coming. Uh-oh. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Holly. Yeah, holler at you. While you were healthy, uh -oh. 
They, they wanted to be with you when you got sick. Uh-oh. Hell of somebody. Hell of somebody. That's not true love, true love. Oh, it's monumental, true love. That's why the Bible said we don't catch it like we should catch it. Oh, for number two, the demonstration of love. True love demonstration. Just as Christ loved the gospel word. So now, now this is a verb. It's a demonstration. Loved the church and gave himself up for her. He gave himself up for the church. He literally died for yeah. the church. Suffered and died for the church. That's what the man said. Was saying, oh, oh, yeah. uh, Jesus Christ would have to die. Give himself up, struggle in the garden of Gethsemane, sweat and praying, sweat drops of blood, falling down, struggling. Oh, but having to say, not my will, but thy will be done. And, yeah. and getting up out of this prayer meeting and being turned over by one of his friends. Oh, and being crucified. One of the most torment, torment kind of way of living. Torture was turned away to, uh, to be tormented. Nailed to the cross, raised up between two thieves. Oh, and you say he wants you to be happy. What are they? What are they? Hello, somebody. All right. You think Jesus was happy to do that? Do we know he wasn't happy because he was struggling? Yeah, right. Right. Hello, somebody. But yet he wants you to be happy. No, he wants you to be holy. Yeah. Hello, somebody. He wants you to give yourself up. Yeah. Pour yourself out. Yeah. Many men are chauvinistic. Mm. They think that woman should be his slave. She is my wife. She's supposed to be. She's supposed to do everything I say to do. That's not the word of God. Right. All right. Hello, somebody. That's chauvinism. We can't let chauvinism enter into the church. All right. Hello, somebody. You gotta give yourself up. And all the major and minor things. Because marriage is hard. And the longer you've been single, the harder it's gonna be for you to be married. You gotta be married to a man oh, that can love you and give himself up for you. Hello, somebody. And not live a selfish lifestyle. Well, one time I had to counsel a man. He went out and bought some rims that's supposed to pay the rent. Well, <laughs> what? I wanted to put him in a headlock and knock him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you, boy? Right. That's what he is. He's a boy, and boys are not meant to be married. Boys need mamas. <laughs> And that's what a lot of women say that they have. They say, they, 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 they say my, my third child gave birth to two, but that third one is my husband. Well. A child. No! You're supposed to be a child in your marriage relationship. Boy and a man. You're supposed to be a man. Yeah. And you need your man up. We talked about it all last month. Man up! Yeah. Give yourself up for her. Boy and a man. That's hard, that's hard, because, say, I think I heard this on the talk show, where a man said, every time the big game is on, 
She want to come and she want to have a conversation. Doing the big game. <laughs> I said, I, I, I said, you know why she does that? Because she's not loving her. She's putting your love to the test. Do you love me better than these 300 pound men with tights on? Are you gay? Hello, somebody. <laughs> Why it's hard for you to make a choice between your wife? Eleven men. Hell, somebody. Yeah, eleven men wearing tights. <laughs> you said you did, baby. Oh, she want to know that she's number one, and she's putting you to the test, and most of the time you fail the test. Right. Hello, somebody. Most of the time, you fail the test. She said, you love the Sooners, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, or whoever it is, better than you love me. Well. You make time for them. You're going to sit and watch for three hours. Matter of fact, you're watching an hour before, and then you're going to watch an hour after. And then you're going to watch the game after the game. And the commentary after the game. <laughs> hey, hello, somebody. But when you gonna have and make time for me? Well, well. <laughs> hello, somebody. All right. You don't love her. That you don't. You tell the truth. You don't really love her. Yeah. Talk with that. You don't really love her. Love the game. Yeah, you love the game. And unless you are playing or you got somebody playing, and most of us don't. <laughs> 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 it ain't that deep. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Right. This this is not family business. For some of y'all, it's family business. <laughs> but for you, hello, somebody. You don't love her, and she's challenging you to love her. Show me your love. Demonstrate. Give yourself up for me. That's the same thing God says. Right. You love me. Keep my commands. Right, right. Hello, somebody. If you love me, you love me. Yeah, with everything. All your heart, mind, soul, and might. Yeah. Everything. 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 That's what God calls us to do. Oh, to demonstrate it. I keep saying us to do because it was that same kind of love we were talking about last week about Christian love. About being patient, about being kind. Hello, mm. somebody. This kind of love should be in marriage and oh, individual relationship with church members. So, can you, do you have to be married? Oh, to experience true love. We got the true definition. We got the true demonstration, and I need to go ahead on, you look at 1 Peter 3 and 7 a little later. Let me finish this. This one says, husbands ought to love, agape, once again, their wives as their own body. Mm. Not their wives, as they love their own body. You, 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 you generally, if you have good sense, you're going to take care of you. You may not take care of nobody else. <laughs> right. 
But, but, but generally, you're going to take care of you. You know, mm-hmm. and, and my wife does a good job of cooking um, for me. Um, most of the time, it's, it's taken care of. I don't have to worry about that. But when she's traveling in a way, guess what happens? I still eat. Help somebody. Right. I'm going to eat. I ain't going to ever miss a meal. Because <laughs> I'm going to take care of me. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And that's what God tells a man to do. Oh, to love her like you love yourself. <laughs> Good illustration. Love her like you love the sooner. Because in a way, that's you taking care of yourself. You enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me pause it. You enjoy it when they win. As a Cowboy fan, I have to say that. Because <laughs> they're going to be real miserable when they lose it. <laughs> but that's, that's a part of you taking care of yourself. That's why many times you want to be with the boys and not be around with them. That's you taking care of yourself. Hello, somebody. You, you, you have to take care of her. Right. Better than you take care of yourself. Woo! <laughs> All right. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Remember, say it's tight, but it's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, somebody. It's real tight. Yeah. Look, love your wives as your own bodies. Hello, somebody. I had some honeydews over the holidays, and while I had my honeydews, I got put in a place where I got attacked by fire ants. And man, after I finished my honeydews, I think I had about 30 ant bites, fire ant bites. About 30. If anybody ever been hit a bit by a fire ant, you know why they call it a fire ant. Because my leg was on fire that night. I couldn't hardly sleep. Oh! And I don't think I told Sister E. Tom until about maybe two days later. But you know what I did? I took care of myself. Yeah. Hell, somebody. I took care of myself. They said, put that ice in. I had to ice it. I, uh, they said, uh, use calamine lotion. I had to try to find calamine lotion. Uh, um, um, they said, uh, um, um, they said it's going to last for a while. And, 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 and finally, they said, well, you, you might need to take this kind of cream, that steroid kind of cream. And healing did not take place until I began to use that steroid cream, I was still hurt. That was Tuesday, 4th of July. I was still hurt last night. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I took care of myself. Yeah. I took care of myself. Mm-hmm. Your wife is hurting. Why are you not taking care of her? All right. Ooh, let me say this again. <laughs> Your wife is hurting. Your wife is going through. Why are you not taking care of her? I like what Deacon Bill said about Sister Ivy. He said, I appreciate y'all wanting to 
take her to get her treatments, but I'm going to do most of that. that. That's love that demonstrates in this hard time. Oh, she won't have to worry about where I am and what I'm doing. She ain't got to worry about whether I love her or not. I'm going to be there with her in and through it all in Jesus' name. That's how you stay married for over how many years y'all got? 45? 40, well, how many? 50. 50. <laughs> they done hit the five. Oh! Hello, somebody. What makes it last for 50 years? Is it that love at first sight? Isn't that Eros? Hello, somebody. I make it love last. Pretty sure that's some store J in it. Family love. Right. And I'm pretty sure that's some phileo in it for 50 Man. years. But I dare I say that was mostly in it. <laughs> what was mostly in it is a God payload. Hello, somebody. It's a God payload. It's a God payload. It's defined. It's demonstrated. And it's Determined. I'm out of time. All heads, uh, eyes closed, heads about saints are praying. Jesus Christ had this love that we've been talking about these last two weeks. The kind of love that was a decision of the will. Literally, Jesus said, not my will. A decision of the will. Not my will, but thy will be done. Agape love. And for him to pray that meant that he would suffer. And dare I say, in a 50-year marriage, in a 14-year marriage, there is some suffering that's going on, but not my will. All right. But thy will be done. I will be done. Give me that kind of love, Lord, that lasts throughout the test of time. In my marriage, and not only that, but in my singleness. May I have that kind of a God-paying love where I say, not my will. My will is I, I want to be with somebody that looks good, but not a Christian. But not my will, but I will be done. Yeah. I want to be with somebody that can romance me, but don't know Jesus. Not my will, but I will be done. All right. I want to be sexually active as a saint. Not my will, but thy will be done. Paul, as a single person, said, I wish everybody could be like me in each other's translation. But we all have our gifts. Oh, and if you're single today, the, the one gift that you have is that you can be agape towards God, single-mindedly devoted towards the Lord, and serve him with all your heart, mind, soul, and might. In Jesus' name, that agape love has to show up in your life, and it should show up in the church, show up in ministry. In should show up. Not my will, he said, but thy will be done. Right. 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 
For God so loved the world, agape again. God so loved, agape again. The world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're here today and you don't know Jesus, you must give your life to Jesus Christ. Agape is going to have to get you up. It's a decision of the, of the will. Because here we're not into emotionalism. That's why I don't beg you to come. Actually, you should be running down the doors. Yeah. So we say open the doors of the church with Jesus open 2,000 years. You should be running down. That's be your decision of the will to give my life to Jesus Christ, to believe that he's God's only son, died for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Is there one today? Is there one? I know state of the church that's in right now mostly those who are showing up may already be saved we take this moment always to pause just in case is there one today is there one you have to pray a simple prayer but life changing Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins, was buried, and raised again on the third day. So that today, right now, in this very moment, I might give my life to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Pray that prayer once again for the first half. Sip out of your seats. If not here, let me know after the service. We'll let you know what you need to do in your next steps. Amen. And praise the Lord. Everybody rise. I want to thank you for being here today. Encourage those, all who are led by the power of the Holy Spirit, to join us at the Old Folk Reunion at 3 p.m. Uh, they're about to serve at 11, uh, 1230. Love for you to meet us over there. Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you. Thank you. We praise your holy name, Father. Yeah. Help us, Father, in here to hold on, old soldier, as the choir said. Help us to have that kind of agape love towards you that we're going to hold on, Lord. Hold on through the sickness. Hold on through the pain. Hold on through the chemo. Hold on through the operation. Hold on. Help us, Father, to hold in Jesus name help us to show that agape love that decision of the will to serve you till we die yeah. that this covenant relationship that we have with you can only be separated by death and then it can't be separated because oh we'll either be before uh, the Lord or in the rapture yeah. so we yeah. thank you Father thank you, Lord. put your hands of protection around us Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. And the people of God said, Amen. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity 
to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the a word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.